This is Raptors Game Night on TSN 1050. The Raptors live here. The Toronto Raptors go into Washington, make a muscle, and come out with a victory. It's an overtime final from Capital One Arena. Toronto 116, Washington 109. That is Jonesy with the final call. Welcome to Raptors Game Night, the post-game show. And you can hear it in Jonesy's voice. That was quite an overtime. 116-109, Jim Taddy, Warren Ward, and Josh Lewenberg with you. Uh, Warren, uh, you know, inspirational overtime to say the very least. They outscored them, uh, what, 11-4 to and, and really sunk their teeth in, didn't they? They did, and this was a this was a good victory. It wasn't the prettiest of victories. I was going to say it's kind of ugly victory, but I am, I am, I'm, I literally watched that game proud because they didn't quit even when things didn't go their way. There was some you know defensive breakdowns towards the end of the game, especially in um, uh, in regulation. You know, Porzingis had a easy dunk, and Delon Wright had a three, which then you know what tied the game up. But I think Fred's two threes in the corner. Um, in the overtime, you know, made amends for that. He hasn't been shooting the ball that well since he got back, and I felt he he showed the the toughness and the character. Uh, him and Pascal showed, you know, I mean, down the stretch. And uh, I'm not I'm not one to really harp on referees, but I must say that oh. foul. Oh, oh my <laughs> goodness, on Kuzma. I mean, I don't I don't oh. I don't want I don't want oh, to lose my job on air here by by going ahead and swearing. <laughs> but my goodness, that that was atrocious. Like the. The amount of times I've watched these these blatant replays because the NBA they constantly showcase the same thing over and over again. And anyone, even if you play basketball, it doesn't matter. You can see that that is not a foul. It was two both players all ball, and yet they s- still somehow give away points and points that affect the game. And I just think that's so wrong, honestly. So I, if the Raptors had lost this game, that would have been my my main takeaway as the reason why. I mean, they didn't play their best basketball, but again, they you know they gutted out the win here. It wasn't it wasn't it wasn't pretty. It was kind of ugly, but it you you're gonna need to win ugly basketball games. And 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 the last point I'll make here is that the Raptors don't have the luxury of finding the the you know the right lineup all the time because they have such few games left. This is the first time that we've that we've seen the depth really be um, able you know I mean to 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 you know like showcase itself but there isn't enough time for it to actually work out so i kind of see that happening in the game and um you know r- right now it's winning time and 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 they're trying their best to do that so you know hats off gutsy win today yeah i'll, I'll start with that the depth and the, the lineup decisions towards the end of the game because we talked about this at halftime is the, the great thing about depth is you have all of these options suddenly that you didn't have early in the year but the challenge there is it does put some pressure on Nick Nurse to make the right call when you have all of these options to use the right ones at the right time I didn't think that was the case the other night on Thursday it wasn't always the case in the first half tonight but I thought down the stretch Nurse pushed the right buttons right like the bench unit when they were rolling they were really really good obviously Gary Trent Jr. was cooking tonight the uh, carrying the Raptors offense for for most of the evening 26 points for him coming off the bench and nurse sticks with him to close the game for a while it was in place of Scotty Barnes who had made some uh mistakes defensively just before nurse kind of pulled him out of the game he got a little bit of a rest and then came back in to close for the final two minutes in place of Jakob Pertl 
And I just thought overall that lineup that was on the floor to close, while we may have been critical of it over the last few days, you know, like where was Jakob Pertl? We know obviously the Raptors' defense has been much better with Pertl on the floor recently, but to their credit, that unit that was on the floor in overtime, as Warren mentioned, they really dug in it was a gritty defensive performance and I thought for the most part that group really executed got the stops when they needed and in terms of the offense yeah I I mean you couldn't ask for better looks than the ones that Van Vliet missed at the end of regulation and even the one that he missed to start overtime but the thing that you love about Fred Van Vliet. You might not love it all the time, but the thing that I think overall you love about Van Vliet is he's not afraid, right? Like, he, he can miss three, four, five in a row. doesn't matter. It's not going to make him any less likely to take that next shot, to be confident in it and feel that that next one is going in. In this case, not only did he take that next shot, he made that next shot times two, a couple daggers to win the Raptors the game. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, this was like Raptors character and heart on display. You mentioned Gary Trent Jr., 26 points off the bench. Freddie with those two threes. Um, and they just rose above. There were all those little speed bumps. And Warren, you talked about that, that ridiculous foul call. I mean, there were, there were a lot of things along the way that in a Raptor loss, they don't get through. But tonight they just ran right through all of it, didn't they? They did. And they found a way to win. And like I said, that's why I said it wasn't pretty. Um, so many things that I pointed, or excuse me, so many things that I could point out about, uh, you know, the Raptors play in general. But again, none of that matters. You know, what I mean, you know, what I mean, when you win a basketball game, I mean, I mean, they did a lot of positives here. I know they went on a 15 to six run in the third. They had eight assists on seven made field goals in that third quarter. So really, you know, really good stuff down the stretch. But at the same time, there were a lot of defensive breakdowns. But that is basketball at the end of the day. I mean, I'm not going to harp on those things because end of the day. They did win the game. So, you know, that's really all that matters. And it just shows the character of the group because they're able to get through on the other end. And, um, I mean, it would have been smoke for those referees because I, I tell you, that that was a terrible call. And I, I just want to reiterate that. That was one of the worst calls I've seen all year long. There's, there's no, there, was, there was no body contact whatsoever. So, you know, to call that, I, I just, it's, it's beyond me. But that is the NBA these days, unfortunately. Yeah, and it would have been a shame to go out that way, and that's why I give the Raptors all the credit in the world for taking matters into their own hands, right? Controlling their own destiny, because that would be, you would hate to play as hard as the Raptors did, compete as hard as they did, and then have the game decided by something like that. Or, or even if it's something on the other end, you know, like there are a few bounces, um, Offensive rebounds that that fell to the Wizards. Obviously, DeLon Wright hitting a big three at the end of regulation. You don't want to go out on any of those types of plays, right? So, again, Raptors doing a really good job of executing down the stretch. And, I mean, overall, just you look at the hustle numbers today. We talked about this at halftime as well as the turnovers. You force 24 turnovers, score 34 points off of them, attempt... 90 shots compared to Washington 75. Uh, so, and and the bench as well, right? Because that was a big issue the other night in Washington on Thursday is those guys didn't deliver. Clearly, they took it personally today. Gary Trent Jr. bouncing back. But I thought also Chris Boucher in his minutes gave them some, some offensive yep. punch. And then Precious Achua and Will Barton, while the numbers won't jump out at you, and I thought Achua had a few cringe moments offensively, but both of them I thought really brought it defensively. So a, a couple of really good stretches from the bench, allowing the starters to finish things off as they did. 
Yeah, I, you know, there was, there was just a, a major battle with literally everybody on that floor. There was one that caught my eye. That it was almost humorous. It was Barton against Kuzma in the corner. Uh, it was almost like they were going to break into a wrestling match. It was The intensity <laughs> was super, wasn't it? <laughs> I mean, both teams are playing for their lives right now. I mean, that's uh, you know, that's that's the reason why these guys are going at it. And even though Will Barton only played 13 minutes, just him being on the floor, like I said, it it affects it affects the overall outcome of the game, right? So um, that's why you know he's playing those minutes off the bench and earning you know those minutes, you know what I mean, coming down the stretch. And I think all of that combined between him, Boucher. Uh, Gary Trent, you know, phenomenal game offensively here, and then you know, Precious Achua, It all, it's, it's, it's all contributing. You know, you know, I mean, 44 bench points tonight. They had a 13 point lead. I think the Raptors, you know, overall they deserve to win this basketball game. I think, I think they fought hard. Everyone that played, you know, they all contributed. Yeah, I, I mean, there, there was a sense of urgency there tonight that just wasn't there for whatever reason on Thursday and even in some of the games uglier moments because we saw that too and that that usually happens with this Raptors team it's happened all year right where you've got those offensive droughts those stretches where they just struggle to to get a bucket but even in those moments like it it wasn't for a lack of effort on their part and for the most part they maintained that effort and that fight throughout the game which allowed them to stay in it give the it gave them an opportunity to win and it's one quite frankly that they needed to win we've talked about this all night is that like there were serious implications here not just tonight but over this three game stretch the win against chicago at home the loss to Washington on Thursday to be able to come out of this three-game stretch winning two out of the three now, it's big. If for no other reason than the alternative, losing tonight and going one and two would have been pretty bad. (laughs) With a loss tonight, as we mentioned, Washington would have moved ahead of the Raptors for ninth place. The Raptors would have also lost the, the season series and the tiebreaker. So now they maintain a slim lead on Washington for ninth, which is important still controlling their own destiny for the most part, even though they do have a couple games in hand. And then the tiebreaker will come down to, I believe it's March 26th, the meeting, the final yeah. meeting between the Raptors and Wizards in Toronto. Uh, so that's obviously going to be a big game. And then uh, the Raptors can make up some ground tonight as well. Uh, the two teams above them, Atlanta and Miami, are playing each other. The Raptors are a game back of eighth place Atlanta, uh, a game and a half behind seventh place Miami. One of those two, two teams are going to lose tonight. So th- this was a, a good, necessary win for the Raptors to stay in it in the play-in race tonight. Yeah, they go to 32 and 33, and uh, Washington drops to 30 and 33. So two more games the Raptors have played, and they're both wins. Gary Trent Jr. with 20 plus points for the first time in a month. Raptors win at 116, 109. This is Raptors game night on TSN 1050. Raptors win 116, 109 in overtime in Washington. So they split in Washington. Go on to Denver on Monday. We'll pick up the story in L.A. against the Clippers on Wednesday, and they get the Lakers on Friday. So that'll end the road trip. Then they come home to play Denver. So, I mean, there's no time to rest here. Uh, Jim Taddy, Warren Ward, and Josh Lewenberg with you. The game that Josh was mentioning before, Miami and Atlanta, starts at 8 o'clock. So the Raptors will get some help out of that game. Uh, in terms of uh, when the Raptors seem to have this under control and it slipped away, in the fourth quarter, albeit a, a nice overtime to, to come back. How concerned were you, Warren? 
I was. I won't lie. I was. I was over here sweating buckets, yeah. um, but only because I know the importance of the game. But it's it, w- it wasn't so much their play overall. It was just more so. It's the key. It's 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 the little things. It's the details. It's it's defensive breakdowns. It's the it's the open threes. It's the transition buckets. It's anything that is detrimental to the Raptors winning. All those things, you know, kind of give me a heart attack because it it, it makes you. It makes you question if this team will will ever be able to put it together for an entire game. You know, it, it makes you think about um, if the mistakes are just habit, or if they are, you know, a part, a, you know, not so much a part of the team's identity. And that and that's kind of where I was going with that. I I was I was I was going back and forth, being like, okay, you know what, that one, ah, we'll let that one go. And or or you know, when it's something positive, I can I can look at it from you know the completely other angle, right? I can look at it, you know, you know, I mean, completely opposite. So it's it's a little it's a little bit tough to go, you know, back and forth. But when things aren't going their way, it's it's you know it's easy to highlight. Well, what really makes you nervous, I think, in in those moments is we've seen it before. It's like okay, yeah. well, here we go again. And if we're thinking that, like you know, that that's in the back of the players' minds as well, is that they've been in situations this year where they've had big leads in the fourth quarter, and then they disappear, and they've lost those games. So, yeah, when the Raptors, in this case, they're up by, like, 13, 10 minutes left, and all of a sudden, Corey Kispert's hitting a three, and then Kyle Kuzma hits a three, and that lead is shrinking. Yeah, that that's the danger zone because they've lost so many games like that already. But I, I will give them credit. I mean, not just for tonight, but this is something that we've talked about recently as well. There was the win against Detroit recently where it looked like it was an ugly game, but it looked like it was a game that they might give away. The game against New Orleans, where the Pelicans were making a late run, even though the win against Chicago the other day followed a similar script where – those were the types of games that this Raptors team that they were losing earlier in the season. And it was frustrating because those were really, really bad losses, as this one would have been as well. But uh, the w- what we saw late in the fourth quarter to make you nervous or to make you frustrated or whatever it is, right, like all those negative things that Warren mentioned, those are erased when you're able to close the game as well as the right. Raptors did. They held... Washington to one of nine from the field in overtime. Their defense was exceptional. They knocked down the big shots when they needed to knock them down. They executed on both ends, and that's something that I'm not sure we would have been able to say. It's not something I'm sure we would have seen from this team in those moments a few months ago. Okay, here's Dick Nurse postgame on the Raptors shutting down Bradley Beal. You know, when their main go-to guy is a guard, we can, you know, Freddie's a really great defender too, so we can we can go... Scotty, OG, Freddie, you know, in a switch Pascal a little bit too, and we just had to we just had to play it. I thought we we uh, finally adjusted a little bit to our uh, coverages um, when they, they you know they were kind of picking out the same same pattern of what they were doing there for a little bit. But then we we adjusted and took that out, and that helped us in the overtime. Well, I like the fouls early, right? Because the other night we were letting them get out of the way and dunk it, and tonight we were we were not letting them do that. So that showed some fight and physicality, and that we were there to play instead of get out of the way and watch a a dunk. Yeah. 
uh, last game you called out the bench for just kind of needing to bring more. Safe to say that you're satisfied tonight? Yep, safe to say it. I think that each one of them, uh, you know, every guy that hit the floor contributed tonight. And it was nice to see. I thought we got in a little tricky situation there at the end of the first ha half. Um, I kind of wanted to get Yach back in. Fad had just checked in, but we went on a kind of a run to close the game down with that unit. So it, it, it let that group stay in there and give give Yak a little more rest and that I thought, you know, was doing a really good job defensively. He was getting switched out on to, to Beal and Kuzma a little bit and he went up there and guarded him. And uh, Precious was much better tonight. Chris was much better tonight. And of course, Gary was awesome off the bench. When it's so easy to just generalize it as a player being clutch in relation to Gary, yep. um, what well, he just—he's just a scorer, you know. I mean, like he's—he's he's a guy that can search and find and get his own bucket, right? We don't have a lot of that, so it's good, you know. It's good that he kind of—that's the role that he fills. Is and especially, I thought, I thought, uh, I think it was Scotty was in there with him, and Scotty kept finding him. He kept running, calling a number, changing to a different little set running some different things for him or penetrating and finding him and he, I thought he did a good job of realizing like Gary's cooking let's make sure he touches it you know at least each time down oh he was cooking 26 points uh, Raptors win in overtime 116 109 guys take the rest of the night off <laughs> okay this is Raptors game night on TSN 1050 Raptors game night 116 109 the Raptors win in Washington in overtime the password tonight is responsive Gary Trent Jr., 26 points, first time 20-plus points in a month. The bench was challenged after a loss Thursday night. The bench delivered, and Coach Nick Nurse was very happy about that in the postgame. How about some of those fouls that they were asking him about? OG had three at the half, wound up with three at the end of the game. So he played really good basketball, didn't get in any trouble the rest of the second half. And overtime, uh, let's see, Pirtle had two fouls six and a half minutes in and had four at the end of the night. And Pascal at the very end was riding on five fouls. And then there's Freddie. Freddie responded tonight, uh, not great with the three shooting until the very end where he can, two to seal it. And that's why the Raptors leave Washington with a split winning tonight in overtime. They go on to Denver. We pick up the Raptors story next on Wednesday night, 930 pregame. So the Raptors take on the Clippers in L.A.